This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. So if you're watching this on video, then you will see a very different background and angle for me. But that's because I am in my closet. So um, we had a, like an ice storm here in Texas. So uh, school is closed, work is closed, we're all home. And so I just figured a closet on the other side of the house from everyone else at home is probably a quieter option for me to record this. So. Uh, welcome to my closet. Um, so jumping right in, last week we uh, continued our identity series and um, we're going to keep going with it. So kind of giving you the basics of what identity is and um, kind of some of the characteristics that go with that and just kind of how identity develops, um, talking about development from childhood into adolescence into adulthood and just how the experiences that we've had throughout our lives really shape our identity development. So kind of going, continuing on with that, I want to talk a little bit more today about kind of how we perceive ourselves. And so now we know kind of how it develops, but it's really important for you to to be able to know your identity and know yourself. You have to be able to look back at those things to see like, okay, what are the experiences that I've had that might have shaped my identity development? But now how, like, who am I as a result of all of those things? Who am I as a result of the experiences I've had, the things I've lived through, the um, the ups and downs I've had in my life up until this point, and just kind of getting a clear perspective of that. And I think what a lot of people struggle with is they don't have that clarity about who they are now. And that's why, you, we, you know, we, we say maybe a little casually, we say we're having an identity crisis, um, but essentially that's what it is. It's just feeling a little bit lost, feeling uncertain about who we are, how we got here. For some people that's specific to situations, you know, if they're coming out of uh, the end of a relationship, maybe they're having to reevaluate some things in their lives, or if they endure some kind of loss, they're really looking and taking inventory of, of who they are and what they want to do next. And so, um, you know, I think the first thing to, to really look out there, look at there is, um, transitions, you know? So I, I think of, um, just the people I work with and just, you know, my own life and people I know, a lot of the things that we experience as far as things that identify, um, that, um, contribute to our identity is some of those changes that we go through in life, some of those transitions. And so you have transitions that happen throughout your life. So I like to think of it as um, kind of the difference between expected transitions and unexpected transitions. So there are things that we all go through, like we develop from being a child to an adolescent, adolescent to an adult. So we transition to those kind of changes developmentally. Um, You know, we go from home to college or just to kind of living independently and getting a job straight away. Or if you go from home to college and then college to a job or job, you know, college to living independently, those are all transitions. 
Um, you know, if you go from living with a parent to living independently in whatever capacity, that's a transition. And then you think of maybe entering a relationship um, and then maybe the relationship developing into something more serious, going into maybe marriage or just cohabitation, having children, then, you know, raising children, children getting older and moving out, becoming empty nesters, going into older age, um, retirement, all those things. So every one of those life transitions is expected by most people. We all know that we're getting older. We all know that we're probably going to, you know, if we if we get married and have kids, then we know we're going to raise our kids to the point where they move out and then we have a different kind of role along the way. Everything we do along that that kind of life or um, year span is going to change because we're in different phases of life. So we expect those transitions. And I don't know about you, but I can look back at the past, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, etc. and see major changes in who I am as a person, who I am as, um, you know, as an adult, as a woman, as a business owner, as a mom, as a wife, like, Every one of those things um, has, I've grown in every aspect of that. There are things I used to love to do that maybe I've outgrown, I'm not interested in anymore. There are things I never thought I'd be interested in that now is a hobby or an interest of mine. So those things, my, my personality, my identity has changed because I've experienced these things in these um transitions in my life. But then I think about some unexpected transitions and I think these are a little harder to deal with because this these are the kinds of things that sometimes lead to those quote, you know, identity crisis or um, identity struggles or uncertainty about who we are. Um, some of those, let's see what I wrote down here for us. Um, you know, if at any point in your life, if you experience a death of a loved one or a loss of a loved one in some way, whether someone moves away or someone passes away, any kind of sudden um, loss like that, or even if it's planned, but it's still a loss. You know, if you know your um, best friend of year, you know, 10, 20 years is moving away and you're not going to see each other. Well, that's a change. That's a, it can be a really uh, upending change in your life. Um, death is very difficult for a lot of people, for all of us, but for a lot of people, depending on when it happens and how it happens, that can be a major, um, a major change that really, uh, kind of changes the trajectory of someone's life. Um, it can create trauma. It can do all kinds of things that really would be that unexpected transition that leaves you struggling with your identity and your place in life. Um, let's see. Um, support. You know, if you lose support, if you have someone who's taking care of you and all of a sudden that changes, you lose maybe some financial um, independence or you lose financial support from something and that really can, you know, you could have a plan to be doing something and you are moving through that plan, but then something happens and your finances finances change, even if it's not support from someone else, it's just your own finance. If you lose a lot of money or stability financially, that can completely change your life and upend everything and, and put you in a position where you could struggle in every aspect of your life. So those are unexpected transitions. Um, divorce, you know, if your parents get a divorce or if you get a divorce, that can really be the unexpected change that 
causes you to question a lot of things in your life or to feel very unstable. And if you have previous, you know, a life of stability and certainty and all of a sudden that changes and you're having to really, um, the, the way you live your daily life starts to look different because you're a child of divorce, maybe dealing with custody or you're the parent getting the divorce, having to really start over and change the way you live your life. That can have a huge impact on your identity and just kind of trying to figure out how to deal with this unexpected change and where to go from there. Um, loss of a job, loss of a friendship. Um, a big one is loss of health. You know, if you have some kind of medical change in your, in your life or an accident that really changes your, um, your health, that can be such a major unexpected change that can really derail the stability of your life. And when you, let's say if you go from being healthy to now having a really big health issue that prevents you from being as active or eating certain foods or really just living out your hobbies or your job or whatever, that can leave you feeling incredibly discouraged about life. And that accident or that change in your health can be a major identity shift for you because now you have to change the way that you live your life. And if you were a runner and you got an accident that left you where you can't walk or run or any kind of movement like that, well, that is something that it's going to be a major loss that you experience and you have to figure out how to be comfortable or to adapt to not having mobility and not being able to do the things that you love or not being able to play with your kids or whatever. So it, those are unexpected health issues, um, that we, that some people deal with that can be major identity, um, challengers. So I'm throwing all these things to, uh, at you because, you know, we talked last week about the development of identity, but I want to show you how it really never stops. You know, we, we look at development usually as like, you know, you develop and you grow as a child, but then we just kind of look at like, oh, well, that's more what we do when we're kids and then we're adults and then we just live our lives. Yeah, but development is actually happening constantly. You don't have to be going through physical changes in your development to continue to develop throughout your life. Um, but honestly, I think we all do experience physical changes throughout our life, right? We get older, we look different. We are, are um, you know, the way our body works is different. Maybe we're, you know, become less active or we start having back pain or whatever. And so those changes are physical. And then again, health in general changes as we get older. Um, but we are developing throughout our entire lives and these expected transitions or unexpected transitions all play a role in how we continue to develop and how our identity continues to develop. And so, you know, I think about a lot of the people that I work with and people that I know, um, when we're talking about identity and trying to really um, gain comfort and clarity in our identity, it is difficult when we're going through a change or when we've just gone through a change. So let's say you've experienced a divorce or an end of a relationship. I, everything in your life is changing or has already changed and you're having to figure out how to develop a new normal. And for a lot of people, if they haven't really had any kind of instability in their life up until this point, they may not have the tools or the confidence in themselves or just the resources or the knowledge or whatever to take on 
this new identity or to know how to recover from this major change. So having to start over or having to build a new life and not knowing how to do that is incredibly scary. If you don't have financial support, if you don't have family support or social support in general, friendships, if you don't have anyone that's going to be able to help you, you're on your own. And whether you're on your own or you have a full support system, it's still the pressure is on you. The burden of the change is on you and the adjustment is the, is one that you have to go through. Even if the change affects many people. Each person experiences it differently and each person has to find their own way to get through it. And so for you, if you're going through some kind of change or have gone through some kind of change, then you probably know what I'm talking about. You're, you're, you've had to find a new way to live your life. And, you know, we say that new normal, that's essentially, you know, finding a new way to live your life that works for the situation or the circumstances that your life is in right now. And you may be so against it or resistant to this change because you like the way things used to be before, but you have no choice. You have to make do with this change and you have to find a way to get through it. Some people take it day by day and they do what they can to get better and to grow and change and all that. And then some people don't know or don't want to and they get stuck and they make choices maybe that aren't very good or choices that don't take them forward but rather keep them stuck or maybe choices that are unhealthy like you know, negative coping skills like alcohol or drugs or things like that. And so you kind of want to look at how you handle life transitions and what could you be doing differently. So if you're in a place where you've experienced a transition of some sort, whether it was expected or unexpected, if you are struggling, then you you would be the kind of, you, you're at a place where you do need to look at what are you doing to live your best life every day? Are there things that you're doing that are helping you be happier and helping you be more adjusted and helping you grow in your identity based on this transition? Or are you doing things that are leaving you stuck or that are making things worse? Or are you just not doing anything and you're just in this kind of avoidance denial place? Um, so I want you to obviously be the kind of person that does the good stuff, that really moves forward and takes the steps to get better. But you probably... Um, realize that you can't do that by yourself. Very few people can, you know, so if you're going through a change, um, that requires grief or, um, just needing to express the feelings, the crying, the sadness, the anger, the hurt, the betrayal, whatever it is you're going through or have gone through, you need to find a support system. You need positive people that are going to encourage you to do what's best for yourself or your kids or whatever and that are going to discourage you from doing hurtful things to you. Now, not everyone is a good influence. Not everyone, not every friend should be the one that you choose to confide in because some friends aren't good at certain things or aren't, don't, maybe they don't share your values about certain things. And so you have to be very cautious with who you choose to turn to and who you choose to get support from. But at the end of the day, you're the one that has to do that work. You're the one that has to make the changes to feel the, the improvement or the happiness, the joy, the satisfaction, the pride in yourself for overcoming it, whatever. So I just want you to know that as your identity continues to develop and as you experience these, experience these changes, you are assisting yourself. You are pushing yourself. You have to push yourself to continue to move forward 
But if you don't know the direction you're supposed to go in, that's where you stop and say, okay, I need some extra support. I need to talk to a therapist, some kind of mentor who's going to help me see what is the best next step for me? What kinds of things in my life do I need to be working on to be happier, to be more fulfilled? Do I need to work on getting a better job? Do I need to learn how to save money more? Do I need to save up for a bigger house? Do I need to downsize to a smaller house that I can afford more? Do I need to move to a different place? Do I need to get support for my kids? Do I need to make more friends? Do I need to end certain friendships? Like, all kinds of things need to be considered and it's overwhelming and change is hard for everyone. So you have to look at that and say, okay, what do I need to be doing differently? And there are some people that maybe this transition happened years ago, but they've been so overwhelmed or busy or preoccupied with other things that they really haven't properly addressed that transition and they're just surviving. Um, and so if that's the case, then it's never too late. You know, you... It's never too late to say, you know, I need to make sure I go back and clean that up a little bit in my mind and make sure I'm making better choices because I didn't really make great choices right after that thing changed or, you know, I've avoided this thing for so long that now I can't avoid it anymore. Um, so it's up to you to really be honest with yourself to determine if there are things that you need to work on. Um, so that's something I want you to think about. But then, you know, as we... As we continue to grow in our identity, we we all you know it's it's important to think of you know maybe um, kind of breaking it into two like how you see yourself like your self concept I guess like how you see yourself the things about your personality and your identity what you believe what you think um, you know the the values that you have the perspectives that you have you got to really be aware of what those are but then there's the other part which is the self esteem which is how do you feel about yourself how do you feel about your values how do you feel about your perspectives how do you feel about your beliefs how do you feel about the people in your life and so you might have all these things that make up who you are your self concept but you may not love who that person is you might feel really negative about um the kind of mom you are or the way that you look or the way that people perceive you or, or all of these things, you know, the, the way you act. So I do want to challenge you and, and maybe we'll get into this a little bit more next time, but I, I want you to think about do the things that you, the things that make up your identity, do they make you feel good about yourself? You know, are you happy with who you are? And if you don't feel happy with who you are, or there are things about yourself that you wish were different, that's the work that you need to put in. That's why you find someone like me, a therapist, or, a, you know, someone that you trust to talk to that would be a good um, guide or support for you. Those are the people you go to. You don't go to people who are just going to encourage you to make bad choices or who tell you that you never need to change, that you're like, no offense, but everyone needs to grow. Like there's no one that I know, including myself, that is ever done you know, we're never done growing. We're never done changing. Every day that my kid gets older, he develops new interests and new aspects of his own personality. And as his mom, every day I am trying to keep up or I'm trying to get ahead and I'm trying to make sure that I'm being the best mom that I can be. But the way that I parent him is very different now than how I parented him six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, and he's only 10, right? That changes 
every single day with every single experience. If he comes home and he asks me if he heard something at school and he wants to ask me about it. And now I'm in a position where I need to explain something to my kid that we've never talked about before, but he's, he's ready, whether I want him to be or not, we got to have some conversations. Well, then I better figure out how to get comfortable with some uncomfortable things, how to talk to my kid about things I wish he didn't know about yet. But this is the situation I'm in. Now I can bury my head and say, oh, well, you know, just forget about it. Just forget. And well, no kid's not going to forget about it. I need to figure out how to deal with it. So if I don't know how, then I need to get online or I need to call someone who knows more. I need to do my research. I need to figure out how to do this thing better. That's just one itty bitty aspect of my life. Every day, I am having to learn new things about how to live a healthy life, whether I need to take care of myself differently, whether I need to run my business better, interacting with people, all of it. It's, it's, sometimes it's really little growth and sometimes it's huge growth. And you have those days where you're exhausted emotionally because you had to deal with a lot of things. Then you grew that day. Whatever it is that you dealt with, you grew. Now, sometimes there's not great growth. Sometimes we do things that we shouldn't have done, but it's still movement in one direction or another. And hopefully we learn and we stop and say, hey, I don't feel great about the way I handled this or I don't feel great about this thing. I need to call someone. I need some support. And then we we continue to move it in a direction of positive growth. But every single day you are growing. And I really am um, influ- um I can't think of words right now. I'm focusing heavily on this for you because it is something that so many people ignore or make light of. They think that like, oh, whatever, I'll figure it out. Okay, yeah, some stuff you can wing it, you can figure it out. But unless you have a growth mindset where you understand that you are going to have to continue to push yourself to be a better person and to learn how to deal with the things and the people in your life, then you're constantly going to be caught off guard. You're constantly going to feel overwhelmed. You're constantly going to feel unprepared and lost. And so the best thing to do, and that's why I'm throwing all these things at you, is If you understand the concept behind identity development and you understand that your identity is constantly in a state of growth and development, then you will start paying more attention and being more intentional with how you are growing as a person. So when things come up, yeah, certain things will still catch you off guard, but you do, you'll, you won't be caught off guard quite as often if you tell yourself that I need to be prepared. Like, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a business owner. Every single day there's the potential for something to come up that I have to deal with and it might have to go into crisis mode or um, problem solving mode or something. And so if I know that that's going to potentially happen, then I will have some plan in my head, which is, hey, I'm not going to avoid it. I'm not going to bury my head. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't exist. I'm going to ask for support. I'm going to call the people that are always there for me. I'm going to get online. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to have conversations. I'm going to think about what I'm feeling and why I might be upset and why I might feel triggered. Let me figure out what to do to get through this. And so that is your responsibility. You are responsible for yourself. No one else's. Even the person that throws this thing at you that flips your world upside down is ultimately not responsible for how you deal with it. You have to deal with it. And the way you choose to deal with stuff is all part of your identity development and your growth as a person. So 
I hope that that makes sense. I'm trying to break this down and make it as relatable as possible, but I know the idea or the concept of identity development is still really complicated for a lot of people. So if you are having a hard time kind of grasping some of the things I'm talking about, please feel free to reach out. Like I'm happy to have kind of more one-on-one -on -one chats about it, but I love this topic of identity because I, I feel like it's so important as far as us being strong adults, strong people, even children. When we raise our kids, we want them to be strong individuals. But to be strong, to be confident, to be happy and healthy and just kind of well-balanced, we have to be aware of who we are and we have to play an active role in our lives. We have to make decisions that help us be happier people. And it's it's great to start that when, when your kids, when they're young, you know, encourage them to be independent, encourage them to come to you for help, encourage them to think for themselves. But 